A Sea Dirge by William Shakespeare Full fathom five thy father lies, Of his bones are coral made, Those are pearls that were his eyes, Nothing of him that doth fade, But doth suffer a sea change Into something rich and strange. Sea nymphs hourly ring his knell, Hark, now I hear them, Ding, dong, Sonnet 18 by William Shakespeare Read for LibriVox.org by Alan Davis Drake Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Thou art more lovely and more temperate. Rough winds do shake the darling buds of May, And summer's lease hath all too short a date. Sometime too hot the eye of heaven shines, And often is his gold complexion dimmed. And every fair from fair sometimes declines, By chance of nature's changing course untrimmed. But thy eternal summer shall not fade, Nor lose possession of that fair thou owest, Nor shall death brag thou wanderest in the shade, When in eternal lines to time thou growest. So long as men can breathe, or eyes can see, So long lives this, and this gives life to thee. Sonnet 29 by William Shakespeare Read for LibriVox.org by Maria Casper When in disgrace with fortune and men's eyes, I all alone beweep my outcast state, and trouble deaf heaven with my bootless cries, and look upon myself and curse my fate, wishing me like to one more rich in hope, featured like him, like him with friends possessed, desiring this man's art and that man's scope, with what I most enjoy contented least. Yet in these thoughts, myself almost despising, haply I think on thee, and then my state, like to the lark at break of day arising from sullen earth, sings hymns at heaven's gate. For thy sweet love remembered such wealth brings that then I scorn to change my state with kings. The Sonnets by William Shakespeare Recording by Tony Addison Thirty. When to the sessions of sweet silent thought I summon up remembrance of things past, I sigh the lack of many a thing I sought, And with old woes new wail my dear time's waste. Then can I drown an eye unused to blow, For precious friends hid in death's dateless night, And weep afresh love's long-since-cancelled woe, and moan the expense of many a vanished sight. Then can I grieve at grievances foregone, and heavily from woe to woe tell o'er the sad account of fore-bemoaned moan, which I knew pay as if not paid before. But if the while I think on thee, dear friend, all losses are restored, and sorrow's end. 31. 
Thy bosom is endeared with all hearts, which I by lacking have supposed dead, and there reigns love, and all love's loving parts, and all those friends which I thought buried. How many a holy and obsequious tear hath dear religious love stolen from mine eye, as interest of the dead, which now appear but things removed, that hidden in thee lie. Thou art the grave where buried love doth live, hung with the trophies of my lovers gone, who all their parts of me to thee did give, that due of many now is thine alone. Their images I loved, I view in thee, and thou, all they, hast all the all of me. 32. If thou survive my well-contented day, when that shall death my bones with dust shall cover, and shall by fortune once more resurvey these poor rude lines of thy deceased lover, compare them with the bettering of the time, and though they be outstripped by every pen, reserve them for my love, not for their rhyme, exceeded by the height of happier men. Oh, then vouchsafe me but this loving thought, had my friend's muse grown with this growing age, a dearer birth than this his love had brought, to march in ranks a better equipage. But since he died, and poets better prove, theirs for their style I'll read, his for his love. 33. Full many a glorious morning have I seen, Flatter the mountain-tops with sovereign eye, Kissing with golden face the meadows green, Gilding pale streams with heavenly alchemy. Anon permit the basest clouds to ride, With ugly rack on his celestial face, And from the forlorn world his visage hide, Stealing unseen to west with this disgrace. Even so my son, one early morn did shine with all triumphant splendour on my brow but out alack he was but one hour mine the region cloud hath masked him from me now yet him for this my love no whit disdaineth sons of the world may stain when heaven's sun staineth fifty four Oh, how much more doth beauty beauteous seem By that sweet ornament which truth doth give. The rose looks fair, but fairer we it deem For that sweet odour which doth in it live. The canker blooms are full as deep a dye As the perfumed tincture of the roses Hang on such thorns and play as wanton like When summer's breath their masked buds discloses. But for their virtue only is their show, They live unwooed and unrespected fade, Die to themselves, sweet roses do not sow, Of their sweet deaths are sweetest odours made, And so of you beauteous and lovely youth, When that shall fade, my verse distills your truth. 55. Not marble, nor the gilded monuments of princes, 
shall outlive this powerful rhyme, but you shall shine more bright in these contents than unswept stone besmeared with sluttish time, when wasteful war shall statues overturn and boils root out the work of masonry, nor Mars his sword, nor war's quick fire shall burn the living record of your memory. Gainst death and all oblivious enmity shall you pace forth, your praise shall still find room, even in the eyes of all posterity, that wear this world out to the ending doom. So, till the judgment that yourself arise, you live in this, and dwell in lovers' eyes. 57. Being your slave, what should I do but tend upon the hours and times of your desire? I have no precious time at all to spend, nor services to do till you require, nor dare I chide the world without end hour, whilst I, my sovereign, watch the clock for you, nor think the bitterness of absence sour when you have bid your servant once adieu, nor dare I question with my jealous thought where you may be or your affairs suppose, but like a sad slave stay and think of naught, save where you are, how happy you make those. So true a fool is love that in your will, though you do anything, he thinks no ill. Sonnet 60 Like as the Waves By William Shakespeare Read for LibriVox.org Like as the waves make towards the pebbled shore, So do our minutes hasten to their end, Each changing place with that which goes before. In sequent toil, all forwards do contend. Nativity, once in the main of light, crawls to maturity, wherewith being crowned, crooked eclipses gainst his glory fight, and time that gave doth now his gift confound. Time doth transfix the flourish set on youth, and delves the parallels in beauty's brow, feeds on the rarities of nature's truth, and nothing stands but for his scythe to mow. And yet to times in hope my verse shall stand, praising thy worth despite his cruel hand. Sonnet 64 by William Shakespeare Read for LibriVox.org by Rick Rodstrom When I have seen by time's fell hand defaced The rich proud cost of outworn buried age When sometime lofty towers I see down raised And brass eternal slave to mortal rage when I have seen the hungry ocean gain advantage on the kingdom of the shore, and the firm soil win of the watery main, increasing store with loss, and loss with store. When I have seen such interchange of state, 
or state itself confounded to decay. Ruin hath taught me thus to ruminate that time will come and take my love away. This thought is as a death which cannot choose, but weep to have that which it fears to lose. Sonnet 65 by William Shakespeare Read for LibriVox.org by Beverly Anderson Since brass nor stone nor earth nor boundless sea but sad mortality o'ersways their power, how with this rage shall beauty hold a plea whose action is no stronger than a flower? Oh, how shall summer's honey breath hold out against the rackful siege of battering days, when rocks impregnable are not so stout, nor gates of steel so strong but time decays? O fearful meditation, where, alack, shall time's best jewel from time's chest lie hid? Or what strong hand can hold his swift foot back, or who his spoil of beauty can forbid? O none, unless this miracle have might, that in black ink my love may still shine bright. Sonnet 66 Tired with All These By William Shakespeare Read for LibriVox.org Tired with all these, for restful death I cry, As to behold desert a beggar born, And needy nothing trimmed in jollity, And purest faith unhappily forsworn, And gilded honour shamefully misplaced, And maiden virtue rudely strumpeted, And right perfection wrongfully disgraced, and strength by limping sway disabled, and art made tongue-tied by authority, and folly doctor-like controlling skill, and simple truth miscalled simplicity, and captive good attending captain ill. Tired with all these, from these would I be gone, save that to die I leave my love alone. Sonnet 71 by William Shakespeare No longer mourn for me when I am dead than you shall hear the surly sullen bell give warning to the world that I am fled from this vile world with vilest worms to dwell. Nay, if you read this line, remember not the hand that writ it. For I love you so, that I in your sweet thoughts would be forgot, If thinking on me then should make you woe. O oh, if, I say, you look upon this verse, When I perhaps compounded am with clay, Do not so much as my poor name rehearse, But let your love, even with my life, decay. Lest the wise world should look into your moan, and mock you with me after I am gone. 
Sonnet 73 by William Shakespeare That time of year thou mayst in me behold, When yellow leaves, or none, or few, Do hang upon those boughs which shake against the cold, Bare ruined choirs, where late the sweet birds sang. In me thou seest the twilight of such day As after sunset fadeth in the west, Which by and by black night doth take away, Death's second self that seals up all in rest. In me thou seest the glowing of such fire That on the ashes of his youth doth lie, As the deathbed whereon it must expire, Consumed with that which it was nourished by. This thou perceiv'st, which makes thy love more strong, To love that well which thou must leave ere long.